I was blindsided. I didn't know the magnitude of this. I didn't know what I was walking into. You know, looking back at it, I was like yeah. in the line of fire. Yeah. You know, that's how close I was to the building. What does it take to get a more in-depth look into the week's top local news story? The Debrief brings you inside for a one-on-one -on -one conversation with our reporters. Every week, right here, right now. The Debrief. Brought to you by Hackensack Meridian Health. Visit our partner site, nbcnewyork.com slash healthu, to help you on your health journey. Hackensack Meridian Health, life years ahead. We're capping off several days of emotion in Jersey City, in case you saw any of our coverage on air. A massive shootout, innocent civilians killed, a police detective killed, and an investigation that's ongoing. But we have a chance to give you some unique perspective from one of our news photographers, our cameraman, who was there on the scene shortly after it started unfolding and was witness to something that frankly, and I've been doing it a while and he's been doing it a while, really had not experienced. So, Eddie Alonzo, uh, welcome to The Debrief. Thank you, Dave. This is rare for you. You're usually behind the camera with me or so many of our reporters and anchors uh, putting us on TV. but. We wanted you to come on because I think listeners could benefit from what you experienced. And I just want to set the stage. We hear word of uh, police officers perhaps being targeted in Jersey City. We got on the air with some live coverage and ended up on the air for about four hours straight. Hello, everyone. David Ushery once again from the newsroom at 30 Rock coming to you with more on this breaking situation in Jersey City where we know now at least two police officers have been shot. Um, Eddie, you're the first photographer, I believe, for us to arrive on the scene and you get there, pick up from there. Tell us what happened. Well, first of all, on my way in, I get off the uh, 14B or something on, on the turnpike, and as I'm driving in, there are three police vehicles, you know, big police trucks. Right. And I, I knew right away that that's where they were going, so I just tailed, it, tailed right. in with them. Right. Um, again, not knowing what I was going into. Um, get there, set up a signal, establish, and I was too close to the scene right there. I just, you know, stumbled upon the scene and two police officers with their guns drawn told me I had to get back. Right. In a very strong, forceful voice, get back. Um, again, no one knows what's going on. I still don't know what's going on exactly. because there's not a heavy police presence yet. Um, but like in the middle of all that, I hear the first gunshot. And I knew it was a revolver, it was a gunshot. So I was like, okay, this is serious. I think at that point the control room was asking me, are you okay? And I said, yeah, it was, right. it was a gunshot. Uh, still no movement from, from the police. Let me set a stage here. It's often that you'll go to a breaking news scene and police will have at least had a chance to set up a perimeter. You got there so quickly and this was unfolding so quickly. Jersey City Police did not have full handle on this situation yet. So you were literally arriving as officers were arriving and that's why this was a really precarious situation up front. Simultaneously, I was blindsided. I didn't know the magnitude of this. I didn't know what I was walking into. You know, looking back at it, I was like yeah. in the line of fire. Yeah. You know, that's how close I was to the building. Um, and, you know, at that point we, we, we do a live hit and- So your you know, reporter Adam Cooperstein arrives, our weekend anchor arrives, or is he there with you? Did you he wasn't, together? He wasn't there with right. me, oh. he arrives. All right. And, um, but prior to him arriving, there was a couple of other rounds of, of gun of right. bullets going around. And, um, and I just want to say that, so we're in the studio waiting to go live, so we can see, we can see your feed before we've actually gone on the air. 
and you've got a steady shot, and we hear gunfire. It's it's like two or three shots at this point. Right, right. right. But it's no question what's happening, and it seems like you're close. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, at that point, Adam shows up, and you know he's getting cues from the control room. They're right. they're talking to Adam. They're trying to set up to go live with him, when it all breaks out. It all breaks out. Officials are telling everyone, stay inside and stay safe. And of course, again, we are going to be sure that we're safe uh, as this ongoing shootout with police. You just heard another number of gunshots. We're going to back up again. You hear, the, oh, the fire is getting louder and faster right now. Uh, we are behind the police tape still. This is happening at MLK at Bidwell inside of Bodega. Chopper just arrived over scene as well. It is, you know, one after the other you know, rapid firing. It was every caliber that you could think of. Um, and in the middle of all that, there was like a real loud boom of something that was detonated or exploded. And at that point I said, okay, this is, I have to pull back. Um, and, and I think, I don't know if we were live at the time or what was going on, right. but it was time to retrieve. We had just about to go live. You're pulling back. You can, you've got to pull back. Police are yelling, and then we go on live, and then we try to get to you. And it's still precarious. It didn't stop. Right. Um, you know, at that point, we're on the air, and I didn't realize some of the shots that I had because so much commotion, so much going on um, between paying attention to Adam and what he's saying and trying to see what's going on from my, my left eye and keeping my eye on the viewfinder. Um, I didn't realize that I had amazing shots of police firing. Yeah. It was, you know, they were firing, reloading. It was, it was a war. Let me step back and paint a picture for our listeners and for our YouTube viewers, Eddie. Um, you've been doing this how long? 25 years. 25 years, all right. Uh, you've gone into situations, breaking new situations. You and I actually have traveled to Gaza, to the West Bank, um, had you experienced or encountered anything like you did that day? Never. It's, again, it, if Hollywood wants to, like, you know, write a script, <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's there. What's in your mind? I know you're, you're trained to keep the shot, but then your personal safety. Tell me about that kind of mental uh, tug of war you were going through in those moments. That's why I wanted you here, because it, and I know I've been there in some of those situations, but... Not quite like that, and I was a viewer looking at the feed and then we're on the air. It's, it's one of those things you have to go with your gut instincts. If, 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 if you go down, it's because something's telling you to duck. And, right. and again, we've, taken, we've done training <laughs> together for, for type of scenarios that they, that they paint for us, but you know, the live, the real life situation that you're in, you, know, you gotta think and hopefully everything comes back to you when you're in it. And, and, and a lot of things did come back to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for having the training. But, but again, it's just your gut tells you what to do. Yeah. And Let me just explain that. Really, I feel right after September 11th, a lot of news organizations then felt it was incumbent upon them to train their news photographers and their reporters for hostile environment situations. Uh, all kinds of aspects of that. Gunfire, explosions, uh, checkpoints, kidnapping. So that's training that you and I went through and right. a number of our colleagues have gone through. And so you told me pretty soon after this, you said, yeah, it, it came back to me. Oh, yeah. you, you're listening to the, the gunfight, the, 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 the type of ammunition that's, that's being fired, you know, your proximity to it. 
And I really have to say, because sometimes, you know, you get in, in, in the zone and you know, right, you're right. in the game and, you know, you're just like living it because you got the story. Exactly. You know, the That's story what I was is asking. There. And, and I have to say that there's a, there's a little video running around that when one of our colleagues showed up, uh, Ivan Ray is when he showed up and yeah. he shows up in the middle of the mayhem. Right. And but again, he's walking into it and he starts yelling at me, back up, back up, back they up. Excuse me. Get down, everybody. Eduardo! Eduardo! Get out of there, Eduardo! Keep it rolling! Keep it rolling! Get out of there! Get out of there! That's when we started, you know, retrieving because again, you're like in the zone and I heard it, that. It, it, it basically just your, your, your instincts just take over. You're covering the story. And, and that could also be dangerous. Absolutely. Because you lose track of, 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 of how much danger you're in. Right, right. And, and, and look, sometimes the, many in the media get uh, criticized because they think they're trying to glorify themselves with a story and insert themselves into danger. But us, that's not what we were trying to do. This was really unfolding right in real time. And you did, we should point out to listeners, you did retreat back to safety and we did not take you back on the air until we felt it was safe. But still, there was a lot of uncertainty in the air for really a couple of hours. Oh, absolutely, because you didn't know if it was going to start again or what was going to go off next. The interesting juxtaposition was that there were other bystanders around too. As you can see, dozens of onlookers out here from the neighborhood who are shooting cell phone video as this is happening. And they seem to be almost naive to what the potential danger was. Or am I wrong? Am I reading that wrong? Um, it's a hard call to right. make. And um, sometimes people think that it's a game. Right. And bullets have no names. Exactly. And anyone... Well, people should understand that they shouldn't be in the line of fire and they should retrieve and right. go to safety. Unfortunately, um, in Jersey City, they were out and about. Right, right. It was just such an unusual thing. We, we characterized it as like the wild, wild west or uh, a, you know, a war zone on a Jersey City street, New Jersey's second largest city, Jersey City. At what point, Eddie, as this unfolded, did you finally think, okay, we've, there's a turning point here or we're... It calmed down for a while, but, but police did not release that scene for quite some time. And they, they had a secondary search for explosives. Well, it, again, there were so many agencies involved. You right. know, it's like it was all hands on deck and, and so many different agencies involved that, you know, more people, more responders were, you know, getting to the scene that it, it was hard to gauge. Is it over? Is it not? You know, what's going to happen next? Because of so many different agencies that showed up from, you know, you know, FBI, you know, was, everyone was there. So, you know, until things started to calm down where you saw officers retrieve and, right. and you know. And you get a sense, there's a street sense yeah. when you look at the officers. And that's, to your point, when you first got there, you could take your cues from the anxiety and the look on the officers' faces to know this situation is volatile. Oh, there was an officer running with a gun in his hand and he had a second gun that he dropped. Mm. You know, and it's a, that's how chaotic, yeah. you know, the scene was to drop a gun, yeah. you know, on, on a street. Right. That could, that's the potential to go off. So, so yeah, it was, it was, again, in the 25 years, one of the craziest days I've seen. 
Well, that's why we wanted you here, Eddie, because uh, I felt that looking at it as a viewer, again, to be able to see the live feed, but then go on the air as you and Adam were bringing us just great coverage from the scene. Um, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Thank Thanks you. for being here, brother. All right, okay. Eddie Alonzo. I'm your host, David Ushery, coming to you from our busy newsroom at 30 Rock. We want to thank our producers, Jesse Edwards and Ben Berkowitz from the NBC New York digital team. We will check you next time.